Coming up in this episode of the KitCast, a project that's going to give you a shock to your system. Greeting cards with a bite, and we put a little Bluetooth in your butt. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KitCast. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the KitCast, the podcast where we go out and find cool crowdfunding projects and tell you if you should backtrack or sack them. I am KT Data, and joining me is a man who, uh, you know, is so amazing. He has a secret candy stash in his office at work, <laughs> and he's actually willing to share. On it's it. true. The anybody, one- anybody that's on my good side can have a snitch of the candy of the <laughs> of the candy that's hidden. The one and only Drew Tyler. How are you doing today, Drew? My doing friend? well, doing very well. Uh, yeah, so I have lots of candy in my office. So anybody that maybe get, gets peckish a little bit at school, they can they can sneak in there and find my marshmallows. Really, I hope that it's just detracting like thievery, you know, because I have a lot of expensive equipment as well. Yeah. So I'm hoping they go in there and go, oh, where is that? Where is that? And they look up and think, oh, yeah, I can get marshmallows. <laughs> and I heard they re- some of your students reorganized your office. Oh, it was or- hilarious this week. Yeah. I had a student. I don't know. The guy's immortal because he, he accomplishes more every day of the week than I do like in an entire week. So the student pulls an all-nighter working on some of his own edits, and I come in the next morning, and my entire like main desk area has been taken over by all of my like toys and animals that I, I have. I have toys in my office. I do too. I have toys right? in this office. Yes, you have tons of toys. So he has re- he had rearranged them in this quite quite like a scene where there's a group of them around a fireplace. They're cl- model fleas that he's used, and then he has paintballs on top of pedestals, so everything <laughs> that could stand up on my office makes a pathway. He even used green sticky notes under a bridge to like make a whole pathway. It's it's an impressive, like an elaborate little setup, and I didn't know what it was. He even had a lampshade over half of it, and they called it Lodo, and I could not figure out what Lodo was, so I was talking with him in the hallway walking to class, and he's like, oh, you didn't look close enough. So I went back and looked closer, and one of the toy and the toy figures i think is april o'neill is that the turtle t- april yes. yes yeah so she's holding the paper you know she's a little figure holding the paper and i pulled it out and it says lodo league of drew's office <laughs> so then for the last three days it's been rearranged and so my angry bird ended up being a traitor one day and so they had him shoved into it like a just a just a candy container but he was in prison in this clear candy container and they had guards standing around him and then the next day he had busted out and he had climbed into a news truck van that i had there and knocked over a bunch of people and run over the main lodo leader april o'neill so oh no. so uh they had like he had busted out and then the third day my fourth day um everybody had I don't know where he got these, but he found plastic forks around and everybody <laughs> had forks pointing them at the bird. So he was like under guard again. And one of the one of the men figures were like leaning over April O'Neil because she was dead. And he was just like in this sad pose. Anyway, enough long story. <laughs> My students have far too much time on their hand if they continue to update these things tightly. Oh, uh, did you not take pictures of the story and like make a motion comic out of it? I sh- I sh- I should I have. I do have the first one and the second one. I, I mean, you 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 have an iPhone now, an iPhone I know, six, I just, and I have a big one. I I had a sixteen gold for a little while, yeah. and I just didn't have enough space, so I paid the restocking fee to get the one hundred twenty eight space gray. So, so so from the last time I talked to you, you went from the six to the six plus to to a phone this size. I did not go six plus. I did not go plus. No, no. it just 128 gigs. Uh, 
That thing is big. Look how huge. No, that is. it is not. It's it's normal size. It's, it is okay. it's, it's normal size. Granted, this is the size of the iPhone five, but this is normal size. It's not the size. It's how you use see, it. See, if I hold it like this, see, it's it's the same size. <laughs> it's, it's, like just, that. it's just the same size if I hold no. it like that. No. That is exactly the same size. I <laughs> I am happy with my my small guy. Ah oh, man, oh, that's funny. And yeah. so that's what I've been up to. Yeah, I, I miss talking to you, man. Like, if you guys haven't noticed, haven't been following me on Twitter, I have not been at home for the past two weeks. Oh, you've been so. traveling the world. You've been seeing sights and things. So, yeah, if you've been wondering where in the world is that elusive half episode from Comic Con, it's because I haven't been home to edit, and uh, I don't yes. even remember what Final Cut looks like anymore. So. <laughs> 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 we'll find out. Sad. All right, so let's go into some news before we jump into our projects of the night. And believe me, you want to stay for some of these projects. Yeah, some good ones on there. So good news. Um, of course, two days after we uh, do our last episode, Kickstarter decides to put up something newsworthy. Drew. Um, yes, yes, we've we've a- yeah we've actually seen them doing this this um, year is simplifying a lot of their rules, making things more clear. And, you know, just taking out a lot of the legalese. So, um, they actually came out with new rules for their terms of use mm-hmm. on there. So, they've kind of, um, you know, ta- simplified the language again and taken a lot of the legalese out. Yay, less legalese because I don't understand half of that right, right. on there. And tried to make everything straightforward on there. And what is great about it is if you look in these terms of use, um, they have these little boxes these boxes are actually not um, part of the terms of use, but they are actually summaries of what is said down here. And mm-hmm. so, if you know, if you want the, um, what do they call them? Cliff notes? Yeah, Cl- yeah. <laughs> you can tell I used a lot of those in college. Yeah. Um, the cliff notes of them, you look in the blue box, but if you want to read it, you can read it. And it's not really that much it, like legal terms where you're like, what the, what the, what the? On there, um, and the thing that has gotten a lot of press uh, is this line that they put up there: "When a project is successfully funded, the creator must complete the project and fulfill each reward. Once the creator has done so, they've satisfied their obligation to their backers." Um, hmm. That is new language that they put in, pretty much saying that you are, you know, bound by this contract. And this is a contract not between them and Kickstarter, but between the creator and the backer. And the backer, right. Because it says this contract is a direct legal agreement between creators and their backers um, on there to fulfill their projects. So um, legally, they are meant to do that. But Kickstarter puts this other line in that um, is kind of tricky is under their stuff we're not responsible for is Kickstarter isn't liable for any damages or losses related to your use of the services. We don't oversee project performance and we don't mediate disputes between users. Right, it, makes, it makes sense. So they're saying, you know, it's between you and the project creator. They're responsible for doing it, but we're not going to help you. Um, we're, you know, we're not taking sides and leave us out of it. So if you, you know need to get a lawyer... You get a lawyer, and the lawyer is going to contact them and not Kickstarter on there. So they're trying to keep their hands out of this problem right there. And hopefully, you know, that probably will deter some people um, on there. And hopefully, I, it'll wise, yeah, wisen up a few. Yeah. I, I mean, do you think this is going to help 
just changing a few words to keep some of the scammers away or <laughs> like that. Well, I'm curious to see, though, if, um, you know, a new breed of lawyers come out who are crowdfunding specialist lawyers that will have these advertising. Burned by a Kickstarter project? Call, <laughs> call, call Dan, and, Dan Brown and um, Associates. <laughs> we'll get your money back for that project that you that <laughs> didn't deliver. Yeah, they miss it by six weeks, but we knock it on their door. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. I'm, I I think it's good overall for Kickstarter. It gives it some buffer, I think, for its own um, pains and um, liabilities, and that's probably wise on their part. There's They've got enough of a user base, enough people are doing things now that they can just kind of say, this, this is how it operates. You guys do your thing, and you get your thing, and we'll keep mediating. You know, not mediating. We'll keep, uh, you know, assisting, I guess, but... Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, I I I like how they have it kind of where they're like Kickstarter is a platform. We're not, you know, we're responsible for the other stuff. We're just helping you on yeah. there, yeah. Um, which which I think is a smart way to go because you don't want to get really involved um, with that. So on our next news is the, <gasps> love is, this one is so remember back in the day everybody was talking about potato salad. I oh, actually yeah. saw another copy of it for like pizza or something. I'm like, wow, talk about missing the boat by like three months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On there. Ah. Um, but remember, uh, this guy, Zach Danger Brown, he ended up raising far more than the 10 bucks he needed to make crowd, uh, potato salad. So what he said was that he were going to have a party for the um, party. potato salad, and he called it Potato Stock 2014. And... Between our last episode and now, potato stock actually happened. Yes, it, is, it has been potato stock. And um, what's cool about it is you can see some pictures that he was tweeting during the process on there. So there's the infamous potato salad that people are going to be, that people got to try on there. Um, and then here's him actually making it. So what people were wondering about is what is he going to do with this extra money? So he actually laid out what he was going to do. I liked how they had potato sack races. Uh-huh. So, nice, nice. Um, so the money, a majority of the money is actually being donated to a charity called the Columbus Foundation, which is dedicated to helping the community in Columbus, Ohio, where this guy lives. On there. And um, I, on that day, they actually had bands, they had food trucks and everything, and most of the money... All that money actually got donated to the Columbus House. And I think that was like $18,000 cool. just from that day. Nice. Um, he's and then he said what he's going to do, and I um, is that most of the money from the project is getting donated to them, and the other half, or not, well, I don't think it's the other half. He hasn't. I don't. I couldn't find the breakdown of it, but he's taking a little bit of it and starting a LLC, a for-profit LLC, for his comedy group. And I, ah. I, I so he's he's you know was able to make a business out of it, but huh? he was also able to donate to a fund. And I think if I read it right. He didn't just donate it straight out. He made a fund for the company for the uh, charity, so they're actually collecting interest on the money that he donated. So it's going to be sustainable. Um, That's interesting. The one thing that I'm not sure yet is if there will be a potato stock 2015 or not. I looked on his Twitter account, and there may have been mentions of it, but you know, I, I think. I say, depending on the turnout and however it went, and uh, who who else might have been there, um, the response. I bet I bet I'll test the waters at some point next year, and and just see if there's enough interest there to pull it off again. That's and, fantastic. And I mean, like he he did the right thing. He got he got sponsors and everything. Um, Idaho Potatoes actually yeah. ended up sponsoring him 
for the potatoes nice. and stuff. And I think Wellman's may have sponsored him for the mayo nice. on there. And they were, you know, they helped, they helped him out. And the, the thing that he was actually worried about was he's like, I am afraid that I would lose money on this event because that would be horrible where he couldn't donate in the money. And so luckily with the sponsors and people who showed up, I think between 1500 to 2000 people showed that's up to potato sock. That's a, that's, that's a great amount of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. So I, I, I mean, that was great. So there's your update on the potato salad and hopefully we won't hear about them. Yeah, exactly. Chatroom <laughs> wants to know if they had tater tots. I'm, I'm sure they did. Probably did. They had a little bit of everything yeah. <laughs> on there. Okay. And our last news is not about Kickstarter. It is actually about uh, the, other, in, the other one. The other big site, Indiegogo. And I, I thought this was really, really unique. Is They announced in the blog post that they are now doing a pilot program that allows projects who have already collected their goal and were successful it is to continue collecting money through their projects which is i think similar to what thing charger did so i backed thing charger which is the the outlet that plugs in your outlet and has like you know, you know lightning or usb like stuck right on top so you can yeah. mount your phone right up but they even after they closed they continued and have continued to like milk it i, I actually i actually think they're part of this program yeah i think i think the- that's exactly what this they kind of went oh well if these guys can keep generating this attention then let's see if there are others that want to keep doing that with yeah. the same um and residual. and what's interesting about it is that um with this they they kind of give reasons why they're doing it um one of them of course is they're always going to keep getting money the other right. thing is to maintain exposure and SEO because Indiegogo.com has some big SEO things. So yeah. if you search for that name, that's going to um, keep coming on there. And then the, it allows them to be like a central point. This is interesting where it's a little bit different from Kickstarter, in my opinion, right. is where Kickstarter is like, okay, we're kind of a platform on there. Um, and Indiegogo is like, we're going to be the whole, we're going to try to be the whole shebang on there. Um but what's interesting is since Indiegogo is kind of more hands-off on what projects it allows on there, I'm really curious what's going to happen to some of these projects because I'm not going to lie. The reason why you guys don't hear a lot of Indiegogo projects on this show is some of them are just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little less refined. Yes, that's true. Um, on there, I don't know. What do you think about this? Keeping money going? No, is is that a good thing? Is like, But uh, if I was a project creator, I'd be a little worried. Like, would you feel comfortable putting all your eggs in one basket? No, I, I, for sure not. But I think that the way they're going about it, it's uh, as a pilot program, trying it out. If anyone's going to try Indiegogo, it's probably got the best shot at it. So I think overall this is, um, yeah, the the reasoning behind it is good. And I think I think it'll be interesting to see where it goes. But uh, yeah, I'm on the fence, but I think it's probably a good idea. All right. So. That was all the news, and now it's for the juicy part where everybody like, let's find out. So, um, Drew, I'll, I'll admit to you that I have some pretty bad habits. No, uh, no, you did not. I have some pretty bad habits. Um, and there are some habits that I'd love to change, like me pressing the snooze button in the morning. I oh. do it. Like, I literally have like 10 different alarms on my phone set to go off at multiple intervals because I just... If there's only one, I'll just, yeah, I'll just one. I'll just hit snooze and then not wake up, 
on there. So I, I've tried every imaginable way of trying to get going to bed early, um, you, you know, moving where the alarm is and stuff. And none of it's, you know, I, it would work for like a day. And then like my body compensates and figures out a way to fight back subconsciously so I can get some more sleep. I believe you've got you've got a um, great brain in you know, there. It's not the biggest problem, people. That other people, you know, people have other bigger problems. I, my problem is that flatulence. <laughs> I was I was practicing piano with the kids today, and they just turned to me and they're like, "Dad, you stink." <laughs> so I don't know. But can this project help me? Uh, maybe. So this project is actually called the Pavlock, and it is a device that monitors and tracks your behavior throughout your day. And you set goals on the device, on the app. And then when you need a little bit of help, it will beep or vibrate or shock you uh-huh. uh, <laughs> to keep you t- moving towards your goal on there. Uh, <laughs> like a little reminder, like you haven't walked far enough today. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, or like you haven't gone to the gym or you haven't written anything because they, they give you ex- some examples on what you can do. And, What's cool about this Pavlock is, first of all, it shocks you, um, which is new. You know, shock therapy. Everybody's like, "What? What? Uh, how Pavlov. does that work?" Um, it actually works because it actually. The reason why it's actually even called the Pavlock is based on a Pavlov's dog, in where what he did was he would put meat powder on a dog's teeth and notice that the dog would start salivating. So what he did was before he put the um, powder onto the dog's teeth, he would ring a bell, then put the powder on, and eventually it got to the point where he would, he'd just ring the bell and the dog would start salivating without any powder. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I like this idea because this would be great, you know, for me. <laughs> a little shock would definitely get me up in the morning. Yes. Um so how does it trigger, I guess, is my question. So, so there, there, there's an app that has different behaviors. Say if you need to go to the gym and exercise on there, it, the app will actually use your GPS. And if you're not at the gym location, it will shock you at a set time. You know, Because oh. you're going to be like, all right, I'm going to go to the gym every day at 7 when I got, get off work or something like that. Mm. Um, and then it will tell you if you yeah, need it. Uh, so there, you or, or, wake up early every day. Yeah, or if you know you have a problem with going to McDonald's all the time, you can set that as a no-no zone. So every time you walk into McDonald's, <laughs> it will shock you. That's a fantastic That's, idea um, for most people. Do it. Yeah, or um, you can. And the nice thing about it is, it's open API, and they're actually trying to make it work with if this then that. Oh. So oh. You, you, there's a lot more you can do. So you know, one of them is like write every day. You could use Google Docs to write and stuff. And if you don't write on it the app will be able to tell you and it will shock you or you don't have to have it shock you. It can also vibrate and ding too, but yeah, yeah. But shocking, shocking is so fun. much cooler. You know, yeah. add electricity to everything and you're like <laughs> on there. It just, <laughs> this one blows me away. I really think it's an interesting idea. I'm probably too much of a pussy to, to even try it because I don't <laughs> oh, want to be shocked. I, I love this. And it's a tiny little device on there. So it's, you know, like Fitbit sized yeah, on there yeah. and they have this cool wristband thing that you can put on. For you, and they're eventually going to have it so it can be clipped to your shirt or other ways. Or see, and I would just be like, I'm not putting this in my pocket. That's what it would train me. Like, do not wear this because it'll shock you. Oh, but that's the beauty of it. There's a sensor in it, and it knows if you're not wearing it. Like, that's one of the sensors. Is there's like a human sensor that's lit, lit on it. So if you're not wearing it, it doesn't try to set off on there. Um, and of course, it uses Bluetooth because it follows my concept. 
if you ever want to think of a crowdfunding project, say what would Bluetooth. happen if I add Bluetooth to it. <gasps> dog shot collar, a dog shot collar. That's where this came from. Yeah. Um, I, I I like the idea on it. Um, I can't and, say okay. Carry on. <laughs> what what? Like I said, you don't have to. You can control how how badly it shocks you too. There's there's they control it, so you don't have to like. It's not like you're sticking your finger into a le- into an electrical socket. I'm getting uncomfortable just talking about it. <laughs> I just get like right now. I'm just like antsy because I'm. I see. I could never do it. I could never well, do it. And well, you don't have to wear it forever. They say like it could take as little as thirty days of wearing this, and you've already changed your behavior, and then you won't have to wear it again. I'll have to say that in the, in the video, they do a fantastic job of explaining how our brains work, especially in the way of setting habits and unsetting habits. And so I I thought that was very well explained and de- definitely validates this idea. I'm just afraid of the shock. <laughs> It's gonna be great, and everybody in the chat room's like, "Wait until Apple puts this into the device, and we'll be like suckers, and, and everybody if, will think it's revolutionary." I, I, somehow, I, somehow, if Apple has a, a a shock on their watch, it's gonna be a sexier, sweeter feeling shock. <laughs> I can just like the Pavlock sounds like, bam, Pavlock, damn. And if I had the Apple Watch, it would just be like a, it'd still be a shock, but there'd be something like wholesome and feel good about it. It'd be like, <laughs> I, I can just see the keynote. Tim Cook on stage going, <laughs> we took this down to the basics. How could we help people change their attitudes and stop things like smoking? Um, and we thought of, what about, sometimes you just need a little kick in the pants. And we introduced you to Apple Shock. Apple Shock. Now available in the Apple Watch. Back pocket Apple Shock. It, oh, that is brilliant. See, I mean, I, I, mean I, I, I like this idea, and it's actually not that expensive. Um, 200 bucks for once it comes out. Um, the early bird was $99, and right now they have a uh, almost early bird version for $130 on there. I mean, I just, I, I think it's a great idea. Um, I will give it to my friends as a present. Yeah. So for 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 me, it's a track. Um, what are you going with on this? I'm one? gonna go with the track on this one as well. It's not something that I would personally use due to my fear. Even even if it was buzzing or something else similar to that, I probably st- I, I don't know. It buzzes and dings too. I don't have any bad. I don't have any bad habits. Lies. So. <laughs> okay, it's a track for me. Lies. I bet you we could stick that on you. And do you know how much you know? Because instead of playing Destiny and needing to go edit, instead, it will shock you and force you to go edit that uh, right, big client on. project so you can make some monies. So I shouldn't be pitching this to you. I should be pitching this to your wife. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I think Winston in the chat room has a good idea, too. He says for five bucks, which is way cheaper, he'll slap me in the face for motivation. That's right? only cheaper for like the first 100 slaps. I, I was going to say, I get, a, I, get, I get 50 uh, slaps or whatever. I'm I'm, I can change. I can change. <laughs> He's a hard slapper, I'm sure. <laughs> he is from Florida, so <laughs> they slap they slap him hard down there. <laughs> oh well, we better push forward. That's yeah, too I, much. I, I don't know. I'm just saying we could hook it on to everybody on the LBK. I wouldn't <laughs> have to like, worry about asking on Tuesdays if they're recording, <laughs> or or if we've even posted the show yet on Thursday. Be like, okay, it's a show up. Oh, zap! <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, all right. So a little bit lighter, maybe. Yes. Well, maybe a little bit lighter is our next project. Um. You know, is, the holidays are coming, Drew. Yeah, this is perfect for holidays. Are they shipping? You should always want to 
you know, along with gifts that you give people and for birthdays and, you know, holidays and stuff, you always want to give a card, but it's always right. the boring Hallmark cards that you go to the store, they all say blah, 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 same thing. So yep. Um, yep. tell everybody about this other project that kind of adds a little bit of a bite to it. Little bite. This is called Chomp Cards. So I really dig this project. Project. These guys got together and said, "Yep, greeting cards need a little bit of redesign." So they came up with Chomp Cards. The idea is that they have this kinetic greeting card, kind of interactive, playful, memorable. So they have. You've got to pull up the gifts because this is this is easier to explain. Basically, you open up your card that they send to you. And a spring-loaded like paper guy jumps out and grabs your hand. So as you reach in and pull the tab and be like, "Oh, hey," it chops your hand. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Wham! Ow! Ow! So it's just a fun little memorable thing. And so you can hand that to somebody for a gift, and it just looks like a normal kind of thicker thicker cards cardboard uh, box. Well, box. It's it's skinny. So you pull the tab like you're opening up a little special card, and it bam chomps you. And then they have these really clever and fun sayings on them, like the one that says. For your birthday, it says, as every year passes, you grow more patient and more wise. And then on the inside, it says, and you're more likely to be picked off by natural selection. <laughs> oh, I love it. And then, and then there's one that says, congrats, great success. Of your entire class, you've been voted least likely to succeed as a zookeeper. <laughs> that would be funny because I know a guy who actually is a zookeeper. <laughs> a zookeeper. With reflexes like you've got, it's amazing that you've lived this long. Right. Uh, um, so these, I think they're funny. I think it's 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 just super cute and fun. They wanted to raise six thousand dollars. They've still got two weeks to go, and they're at ten thousand. So they did it three hundred and thirty something backers. Um, I think that's awesome. Uh, as for the levels, uh, their levels were really well spaced. They had at ten dollars you get one chomp card of any kind, and then for twenty five you can get three chomp cards, and at forty you get six chomp cards. So forty bucks to have really like a good. I mean, you don't even have to give a gift with a chomp card, right? Then you, nobody even cares if they got present or not because they got the coolest card they're ever going to get. And then here's the best one. If you look at, I don't think they have a picture of it, but the Chompasaurus Rex is in the in the uh, $70 range, and it's one, but it's ginormous. Oh, man. It's the size of there. three of them? Yeah, it is. Yeah, there is at the very bottom. So it's, it is. It's like the size of three of them, and it's made out of a more corrugated car, cardboard. Oh, man. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so pull that out and that whole thing would just eat your whole arm off so oh man so i i love this because these yeah it's gonna be a good kickstarter and they're gonna back these and get them out there because it's already funded but really this is something that you will see in your hallmark store in no time yeah you'll start i mean because it is such a great little novelty that you'll be picking these up at the store for 10 or 15 bucks because they're so cool so for me this is a this is a back i love this yeah oh man i i want this 150 dollar level right here where you, can, where you oh. can make a custom chomper on there. So I would ask him, instead of having an animal, I'd ask him, can you model my head? Just <laughs> do a giant KT head. <laughs> Just... <laughs> and then you'd write some cheesy card like, you'll never get away from me, or my, your arm is delicious, or I don't know. Or, or I, I would actually put it like, I took a bite out of you, but B-Y-T-E. <laughs> I took a there. bite ktdata.net that's, how, that's <laughs> when you send your press packet out send that out to send that out to any agent that's writing I'll pop that thing open and just be like holy crap this guy's insane 
And then they'll remember you for a long time. Oh, yeah, no, this is a back. Um, yep. I, I, I used to think this card where you opened them up and there was a sound and it played mm-hmm. music on there were cool. This just takes it to a much le- bit higher level. And if this ended up making sound too, so like yes. you pull it out and, like, and you're like, whoa. That's got to that's gotta be a stretch goal. Add a <laughs> little sound, sound beacon to everything. So <laughs> oh, man, that's great. So I love this. A bunch of friends from college put that together. Brilliant. <laughs> yes. All right, that is the chomp. Um, and then so um, to be a little less violent, because Winston has said we're this has been a violent, violent episode. Oh, yeah, well, I guess uh, it has. Well, masochistic, so, sadistic. Yeah, we're on yeah. it. Um, so as you, as most of you guys know, my day job involves me sitting behind a desk 90% of the time, unless I'm traveling. Um, on there, and Drew, you probably sit in, behind a desk a lot, too, because you're yeah. grading papers and all that. Jazz I know I, I don't. I, I do it for one week of the semester. I grade papers. <laughs> you have to beg me for the right. Yeah. yeah. No, I spend time yeah. on a desk. You bet. Yeah. So, how well is your posture when you're actually sitting on that desk? I uh, not good. It's, <laughs> it's just dumb. No, no. It's not good. I, I, you know, I have bad back pain. If you, and I, you know, I sit on an exercise ball in the studio. Gotta help on a there. Um, yeah. but I've been seriously considering getting a standing desk so I can move and stay and stay a little bit more active on there. But this. This project right here is called Dharma. And no, I'm not saying Dharma Initiative. I'm saying just Dharma. It's Dharma. It is. And it takes, again, to my theme, if you ever th- want to think of a Kickstarter project, just say, if what would happen if we added Bluetooth to it? Yep. And in this case is, what would happen if you put a seat cushion and it added Bluetooth to it? You would get Dharma. Hi, <laughs> Dharma. Um, and so Dharma, it's a smart cushion. Yes, that's right. You heard it. Smart cushion. That actually monitors your posture, your sitting habits, your stress levels, and helps you actually get sit better on there. Um, on there, so in the cushion itself, it has a bunch of fiber optic fiber optic sensors on there that can detect your heartbeat and your posture from your there. butt. Yes, probably. Yes, from your butt on there. Um, oh, and it uses Bluetooth to talk to your phone and lets you know you're not sitting right, so you can shift and t- um, tells you what way on there um it also can tell you how stressful you are because of your respiration and everything it even can tell you how long you've been sitting there so it's like hey you probably should get up right now and uh walk around a little bit um, huh. on there and what's cool is it also notices too if you like tend to favor one side of your body or something mm-hmm. it'll mm-hmm. actually give you exercises that you can do to help correct your posture because not everybody sits right on there um I'm sure I don't sit right. Yeah, and I, I like it because these sensors, they say it's accurate enough to detect your vitals, including your heart rate, heartbeat, waveform, respiratory rate, and breathing waveform. So that I think that's way cool. And it gives you this information too. So you can pull up the app and it just says it right there. Um, they're building iOS and Android on there um, to kind of give you an idea. And I, I love it. Um, I'm a huge fan of these sensors showing up everywhere you know it started with the you know those fitbits and everything but now oh, you're seeing yeah. them everywhere and i've well i mean we've covered a few of them that have sensors right. i want to put sensors everywhere um because <laughs> it just brings us closer to star trek everybody That's wonders right. like how does the computer know these things it's because sensors were everywhere in star trek they just don't talk about it That's this makes sense it's backstory um <laughs> Now this is great. Doctor Beat, Doctor Beat from the chat room wants to know: Does a game for one fart? It's like what better foods you could eat? That's the kind of sensor. That's the kind of sensor. I want it might be able to track it. it, and it would just be like, you should probably lay off the beans and rice, Doctor Beat. 
Oh, that's a, uh, that's a, that's a, the other thing I'm thinking here is that the only seat pad that I uh, have ever seen anyone need to sit on or carry around with them was I had an assignment editor once that always brought his own little r- round seat and I was young and naive right out of college I didn't realize that hemorrhoids are painful or itchy or you know that's gonna come and yeah, bite know, you right, right? so like, that's what that's shit. what this seat needs right this needs some sort of like hemorrhoid sensor maybe you could Bluetooth that part and be like. <laughs> Send like a a blast of cold air up there or something. Just be like, <laughs> oh, are you sure cold air is going to solve this problem? I don't. I'm not sure cold air is. I'm not sure how to solve is the solution to hemorrhoids. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you need to like, <laughs> you need like a, hem, a preparation H uh, applicator. I don't even know. Oh, but I'm back gonna... to the project as it stands. I think it's very. <laughs> we got way off track. Oh boy, but. The okay. project that stands, the Dharma Initiative. Um, no, just the Dharma. <laughs> I love the idea, like you do, of putting sensors in everything. I think it can help us learn more about ourselves and, and help ourselves to grow. And I think that the things that they're, they're going to be able to sense with this, especially in the way of posture, is going to put some chiropractic, chiropractors and physical therapists out of, out of a job. But yeah, I like it. Um, I love it. And this is actually, I love the video they have too. It tells a story throughout the whole thing, but it's still explaining to you what the Dharma thing is. The whole time around, so I like that. It made me feel all fuzzy inside and happy. Um, and the thing that I was actually thinking is you could actually pair the Dharma and the Pavlock together. Oh yeah. So you know, if you're if you're the type of the person like, even Maybe. though it tells me that I need to get up um, and walk around, have the Pavlock give you a shock when, when the like, things yeah, like you like, should be getting up. Sixty second warning. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're slouching a lot, you know, it's I'll get you. Oh, yeah, but it's training you. See, like That's both of them put together would be genius. They, they need is... to have a package deal somehow. Yes. <laughs> how much How much does the Dharma come in at? For, uh, for... The Dharma is actually wasn't that bad. Um, 129 for the early birds and 189 for the early adopters and $250 if you want to buy two. Hmm. Interesting. And Not if bad. You're, if you're, and if you're crazy, you could do this for all your students, Drew. You could buy yeah, 100, right. 100 Dharmas. For $9, I care. $9, I care about my students, but not so much that I'm going to give them all. Time. <laughs> I would, however, think about giving them all Pavlocks so that they could be like, "All right, you should be editing right now at this very second. Oh, you're not working on something right now? Bam! See, think about it. Studio Seven to Six loaded with Pavlocks. Yeah, so they don't need. They don't need to sleep. Yeah, they'd totally be making content. Nothing would get missed. They they post to the Facebook when they're supposed to post to the Facebook. They they uh, tell the next person in line production wise what needs to happen. This is good. That's, that's a new um, plan. Yeah. I'm writing a. I'm going to write a uh, grant proposal right now for it. <laughs> so is this is a backtrack or sack for you. It's a back for me. I love it. It's definitely a track for me. I, I I love the idea. I love everything that it does. I'm just probably just not right for me. But I will I will watch it go. How's it doing on the funding as well? Uh, is it? it is double funded now. Okay. It's looking for forty thousand dollars. It is now at eighty six thousand dollars. Mm. People so wanted it. Forty four days it. to go to my dad. Wonderful. Um, on there. So, on there. Um, wow, they got a waste. That's, so that, that that's nuts on there. So that guys is actually our last project of the night. Wow, we went a little uh, bit long on this one. We pushed almost an extra five minutes. Oh no, a whole five minutes. <laughs> Unlike some other shows we know that say, oh, we're going 30 and end up going 45. Right, right. So, <laughs> <or> more. <laughs> we're more on time. Bonus, uh, so, bonus crew for you. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the KitCast. 
Um, it's good to be back on our regular time slot. Thank you, everybody, for being in the chat room. Uh, Dr. Beat Winston, love you guys. Thanks, guys. On there. Um, if you guys have any projects you would like us to cover or um, you yourself are making a project, let us know. Kickcast at ktdata.net or on Facebook, facebook.com slash kickcast or on Twitter at kickcast for the show or at night20 for Mr. Drew Tyler over there or Get at me. ktdata for me. Um, you also can find us on Google Plus at plus.kickcast.net. And if you want to watch live and be in the chat room with everybody, it's live.kickcast.net. Easy peasy. Yep. Speaking of live, our next episode is October 14th, 2014. Oh. Halloween's coming. It is coming. I have to do something funny. I'll dress up. I'll, I'll, I'll figure out how to put a pumpkin over my head and <laughs> do the whole episode as a pumpkin head. Nice. On there. Um, so, thank, again, guys, thank you. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel or to an iTunes feed, please do so. And if you have, leave comments or, or a review. I'd appreciate it. I love you guys deep down in our hearts. Drew, thank you for taking time. Uh, no, as I, always, I, I seriously it. missed you talking to you. Oh, the, traveling the, the country weeks. gets you less yeah. Drew. Yeah, because I was traveling. I'm like, man, this would be so much cooler if Drew was here. <laughs> uh, That's right. Like, I was so, actually, I literally was thinking that. I'm like, this would be so much cooler. Let's see what kind of trouble we'd get into. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you in two weeks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.